0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for a few minutes, about 13 minutes. And in so doing, keeping us strong in our faith and growing in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17 but it also helps us to have a more spiritual mindset as we deal with everything the day throws at us each day to have more of a focus on God and our relationship with him. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Probably some within your own family, in fact. People who need to start thinking about their souls, about their relationship with God. Make up your mind. Make the commitment to share these short studies with everybody you can. You can do that easily through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But share with everybody you can. Your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally everybody. What a blessing it will be for somebody to get to heaven because you help them start to get into God's word and rethink their direction of their lives. But that would also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing these short studies with everybody you can today. May God guide you. We're going to get back into our line of thinking and study, asking the question, do you need a second touch of Jesus? Do you know somebody in your life who needs a second touch of Jesus? Well, somebody again might be thinking, Whoa, I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not sure I understand what you're talking about. A second touch of Jesus. Well, we have begun by emphasizing the great invitation that Jesus extended to every person until he comes again to come to him. He said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy-laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Well, Jesus extends that great invitation to everybody. God sent him from the throne room of heaven to this earth to be here as human, as a human, fully human, at the same time fully divine as our Lord and Savior. Bringing that invitation to everybody to come to him as their Savior, the Son of God, their Lord and and Savior. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus is our Savior. He calls all of us to come to him. Now, many come to him, but they drift away after a while. Many surrender their lives to him, repenting of their sins, Luke 13:3), confessing their faith in him openly, Matthew 10:32 and 33, and being baptized into him, Romans 6 and verse 3, for the remission of their sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, Acts 22 and verse 16 so that they can be saved. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. But then they drift away. Many people, they don't stay true to their Lord. They don't stay firm in their faith. They become weaker and weaker, and they drift away. The Hebrews writer warned against this, as we read in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. And notice again what he said, what he wrote. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Oh, and that's the sentiment behind what Jesus exhorted in Revelation 2 and verse 10, when he said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Not just A quick initial spur of the moment kind of dedication to christ and then we go off our on our own way do whatever we want to do no it's a lifestyle it's a new beginning jesus told nicodemus in john chapter 3 verses 3 through 5 except a man be born again he cannot enter the kingdom of god born again that's talking about a new start in life and on life. As the Apostle Paul put it in Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, he wrote along this line, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What a blessing to be made new in Christ. How many people would not love to have a do-over in life (laughs) you know looking back at all the mistakes we made in our past say if there's some way i could just erase all of the effects of those mistakes and get to start over again boy what a blessing that would be god through christ gives you that opportunity now there may be consequences From a physical perspective or a relational perspective with people in this world who you know maybe even family members over things you have done in the past mistakes you have made bad courses you have taken bad choices you have made but god gives you the opportunity to be forgiven of all of your sins and be made new spiritually and, be, and have the opportunity to walk a new life down a new pathway. And that's the pathway that leads to heaven. We need to stay faithful, though. A lot of people, they start out on fire for their Lord. But many, in many cases, within a fairly short period of time, the fire, oh, it wanes and then goes out and they drift away not heeding the warning of the Hebrews writer in Hebrews 2 in verse 1 the wise man wrote in proverbs chapter 4 proverbs chapter 4 and i want us to look at verses 26 and 27 the wise man being solomon he said ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established do not turn to the right or the left remove your foot from evil well we talked about how the apostle peter described the devil as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour first peter chapter 5. the wise man here he gives basically the same warning about how we live our lives making sure we're staying on course let your eyes look straight ahead, verse 25 of Proverbs chapter five, or chapter 4. Let your eyes look straight ahead. In other words, keep your eyes on the path. Keep your life on the path. Let your eyelids look right before you. Don't get distracted. Remember when Jesus told Peter, go ahead, get out of the boat when Jesus was walking across the water to the apostles in the boat during the storm. And Peter said, if it's you, bid me come to you. And Jesus said, go ahead, come on, get out of the boat. And Peter stepped out. And while he kept his eyes on Jesus, he walked across the water as well. But the text tells us that he got distracted by the storm. He did not keep his eyes looking straight ahead. He did not keep his eyelids looking right before him. And he, then he began to sink into the water. And the Lord grabbed him and saved him. The 26th verse of Proverbs chapter 4, ponder the path of your feet. Pay attention to where you're going. Remember what we read in, in uh, Colossians chapter or, or Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15, where the apostle Paul said to walk circumspectly. Paying serious, ongoing attention to where you're going, how you're going, how you're living your life, what that path is going to lead you to before you ever take the next step. Ponder the ways of your feet, the path of your feet, where you're going, how you're going through life. Let all your ways be established, the wise man goes on and says. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Don't get sucked in to the devil's trap. Don't let him have his way with you. Don't let him deceive you, as he did Eve in the garden, and then through Eve, Adam. Remember what Jesus said again in Revelation 2 and verse 10. Be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. He's saying, stay faithful all the way, throughout life, every day, through all your days, and I'll have that crown of life waiting for you at the end of the path. As the Hebrews writer put it again, in Hebrews 12, this time, beginning with verse 1, Therefore, since we also are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us okay the devil's throwing all kinds of temptations at us to sin sin separates us from god and ultimately the wages of sin is death romans 6 and verse 23. but god he offers us that gift of eternal life through jesus christ the rest of Romans 6 and verse 23. But we have to stay on the path. We have to walk circumspectly. We have to pay attention to where we're going. We've got to keep that anchor of the soul in place so that we stand firm and we don't drift away. We need to lay aside every weight that's hindering us from faithful living, from faithfully following Christ. And walking the Christian walk. We need to run with endurance, not giving up, in other words, the race that is set before us. What is that race? Life. Life. And then verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus as we stay on that path. And keeping our eyes on Jesus will help us and ensure us of staying on that path. Let's pray together. Father, help us to stay true to you, to stay faithful to our Lord and Savior, to stay on the path of righteousness, godliness, to live the Christian life, effectively and faithfully father we pray help people to see their need to come to you through jesus and those who have done that but drifted away help them guide them to come back to jesus we pray please father please forgive us we pray in jesus name amen